Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. What is the No Spin News all about? You know that this is a fact-based analysis news program. You know that. We avoid speculation. We don't do conspiracies here. We don't do party politics here. We're not nonpartisan. That's wrong. Not that. Okay, we are advocates for a stronger America and a more just society. We don't believe in communism. We don't believe in socialism. We don't believe in nihilism. We don't believe in the progressive woke culture. We think it is un-American. We don't support that. So you should know what we are. And it would then crystallize what we do. Listen to the No Spin News. Subscribe to Bill O'Reilly's podcast feed wherever podcasts are available. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day. And we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. New York City, along with Martha's Vineyard, is rejecting their illegal immigrants. Liz Cheney is, quote unquote, no longer a Republican. And does the world really need a Jada Pinkett Smith memoir and a new Will Smith movie so soon after the slap? We'll get into it. This is Can't Cancel Rob Smith. All right, problematic. So you may have noticed the title of this podcast is a little bit more incendiary than usual. And there is a method to this madness. There is a point that I am trying to get to when I talk about the illegal immigration situation that is happening in this country. And before I get into it, I, I need to be clear about a couple of things. First of all, I do not think that people, the people that are flooding into this country illegally every single day, I do not think that the vast majority of them are inherently bad people, right? Um, I do not think that they're all drug dealers. I do not think that they're all criminals. I do not think that they're all sex trafficking. But we have to be honest about the fact that when you do not know who is coming in and out of this country, you do not know what they're bringing, you do not know who they are trafficking, uh, you do not know what their criminal history is, okay? And the reason why I titled this podcast, Nobody Wants Illegal Immigrants, is because even the most quote-unquote progressive places in this country are being made to look like absolute hypocrites because even they do not want illegal immigrants, okay? So Ken Cancel Rob Smith is on hiatus when a couple of weeks ago when um, Governor Ron DeSantis made the brilliant, brilliant, brilliant move to redirect 
um, some illegal immigrants to Martha's Vineyard. Remember that 72 hours? It was completely insane <clears throat> because you have these illegal immigrants that that showed up at Martha's Vineyard. And if you've never been to Martha's Vineyard before, like there's a reason why it's such a haven for the wealthy. It is an absolutely beautiful place. It is a stunning place. It is a very, very deeply wealthy place. It is also a place that has a lot of housing available at this time of year because it is off season. Um, Martha's Vineyard is a summer place as most places, uh, most vacation haunts in the Northeast are. And so in, in remembering what happened a couple of weeks ago, the they had called the National Guard to literally remove these people within, it was, guys, it was 44 hours. And when these illegal immigrants showed up at Martha's Vineyard, these people freaked out. There was um, a clip that went absolutely viral about uh, their homeless coordinator basically saying that we cannot house these people. They're, apparently, their homeless shelter in Martha's Vineyard only had space for like 15 people, right? And, and granted, this national news story, this hysteria from the people of Martha's Vineyard, this happened with there were like 50 illegal immigrants, okay? Now compare this to what the border states and the border towns deal with every single day, okay? Uh, and so this was a brilliant move on Governor Ron DeSantis's uh, part to highlight this hypocrisy. And now granted, I had read that there was a little bit of tension between Ron DeSantis and Greg Abbott down in Texas because Greg Abbott has obviously, and, and we're going to get into that, um, has obviously been busing these illegal immigrants to places like BC and places like New York since the beginning of the year, right? Now, you know, the mayor of BC, Muriel Bowser, has gone on record as saying that we cannot take these people. They're overwhelming us. But yet, these are quote-unquote sanctuary cities. These are cities that have said, we are going to open our arms to illegal immigrants that make their way here. And if you do not live in a large city, I, I live in two large cities, right? So I go between New York and Miami. And so I know what life is like, what life is like dealing with this stuff in a city like New York. Now in Miami, it's a lot different, okay, in terms of dealing with the legal immigration issue in a city like Miami. So, so let's talk about New York. Uh, this is a city that is already congested. This is a city that already has you know, not a whole lot of resources and millions upon millions upon millions of people literally on top of each other. I'm like looking um, out my window right now. I live on the 18th floor. I'm looking at literally, I'm looking at a bank. <laughs> I'm looking at literally five different apartment buildings in New York City. We are on top of each other. Um, a, a city like New York cannot really handle these numbers of illegal immigrants, but yet they throw open the doors and they say, okay, we're a sanctuary city, so come here. And what a lot of people that do not live in these cesspools uh, do not get is the fact that there are entire networks in these larger cities that are built to connect Spanish, non-English speakers, okay, Spanish-speaking people um, in illegal immigrants to these public services. So when 
Democrats and the left and a lot of these people sort of make the point that, well, you know, a vast majority of illegal immigrants, like they work and all this other stuff. And yes, and also a vast majority, it is something like, and and I'll get I'll get the the actual numbers, but it was the um one of these organizations did um a a, a percentage, 68% of illegal immigrant households use some sort of government assistance, use some sort of government service, right? So it's not like illegal immigrants are coming here and then just automatically, you know, building businesses and getting jobs and becoming members of society. And not only that, um, as soon as they do start working and do start getting a little money, it's a drain from the economy because they're sending so much money back to Mexico, back to the places that they came from, right? And so I don't think that it should be racist, um, to, to say this stuff, I don't think that it should be somehow seen as xenophobic or whatever. Um, it is seen as the actual reality. This is the actual reality of the situation when you are dealing with this, when you're living in these larger cities. Uh, but yet, you know, people on border towns, like they have to deal with this stuff all the time. They have to deal with the drugs coming in. They have to deal with um, the, the, the sex trafficking and the child trafficking and all this other stuff. They have to deal with this stuff. And the reason that I say that nobody, quote unquote, wants illegal immigrants is that as soon as it happens to Martha's Vineyard, they get the National Guard in. Now, some of these people have come to New York. You know, they're getting off the buses in New York. And obviously, because this is a sanctuary city, they cannot reject these illegal immigrants. So this is what Eric Adams is doing, which I think is is hysterical. And this is from, you know, Breitbart in, in the Post and all this stuff. New York City mayor is planning to send border crossers and illegal aliens arriving on migrant buses from Texas to a relatively secluded island off the Bronx neighborhood. So instead of building tent towns in the Bronx, the office would build the short-term housing facilities in Randall's Island, a relatively secluded island off the Bronx to house about 400 border crossers and illegal aliens. Now, I could be wrong about this. I do not even know if there is a subway stop on Randall's Island, okay? I, I don't even think there's a subway stop on Randall's Island. So even the mayor of the quote-unquote sanctuary city does not know what to do with these illegal immigrants. And I look, you know, I, I I have mixed thoughts about Eric Adams. I think that he's tough on crime. He says some of the right things, but I also think that he plays hardcore dim politics a lot. I think that he's sort of trying to take that party back to, I, I think maybe what Democrats used to be twenty five years ago. I don't know what they are now. They're completely insane. Um. But what is very interesting to me about this decision is that you don't really hear a whole lot of pushback from the uh, no human being is illegal crowd that lives in New York City. You don't hear this pushback from these people because, and this is what I think these people know, that these cities cannot take this influx of illegal immigration. And granted, you have to understand that the numbers and the amount of illegal immigrants that these cities are getting for, on, on these buses from Texas, on these buses from these border towns, is not even a tenth 
of what the border towns have to deal with. And so what I like about this entire situation is this. Governor Abbott down in Texas and Ron DeSantis in Florida, and I hope um, governors in, in other border areas take note. This is why, you know, the, the establishment is so afraid of Cary Lake um, in Arizona, and I'll get into that in, in our next segment. But this is why they're so afraid of people like DeSantis. This is why they're so afraid of people like Abbott. Because at, at a certain point, when you have seen this country and when you've seen these border states um, in, in, in cities and towns being overrun by legal immigration, you have to do something to stop it. Now, a lot of these Democrats do not care uh, who floods into these border states because they don't want to deal with it. And they make the assumption that as soon as they get these people on the dole, that these people are automatically going to be Democrats and automatically going to vote for Democrats. I do not know if that's necessarily true or not, but this is what they think. Uh, and, and this is why they want to continue to send so many of these people, or excuse me, to let so many of these people across the border. So yeah, look, if New York City and Martha's Vineyard don't want to take uh, illegal immigrants, then that means really nobody wants to take them. And, and it's not about a human being issue. It's about um, a resources issue. And it's about the fact that the people um, that are living in these cities, literally, it just, it, it, it cannot, we do not have the resources to do this. And so good for Ron DeSantis and good for Governor Abbott um, for making this conversation into what it needs to be. Not about the humanity of people, not about, you know, being evil, quote unquote, because you do not want, you know, your country overrun by hundreds of thousands of illegal aliens but about the resource issue. So they have made this a national conversation, and I think um, that it's a brilliant political move, and I also think that it's a conversation this country needs to have. All right, next up, surprise, surprise, speaking of you know Arizona, Liz Cheney is now saying that she would vote Democrat in Arizona. Oh, yes, I am not even joking, and I'll have more for that after the break. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? 
Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. All right, Problematics, welcome back to Can't Cancel on uh, this episode. So what's going on right now? And there's something that's very interesting that's happening. We all knew that Liz Cheney, and now, you know, a lot of people say this rhino thing. So I'm getting uh, a lot of pushback from an event that I'm doing with Dan Crenshaw in Houston this weekend. If you guys are in Houston and want to attend, uh, go to CrenshawYouthSummit.com, get your tickets. Dan and I are going to be having a little discussion um, on Sunday afternoon. I will, you know, be around hanging out you know, taking photos, doing that whole thing. But a lot of the criticism to Dan, Dan Crenshaw was like, oh, he's a rhino, he's a rhino. Oh, no. You want a rhino? You want a real rhino. You want a true Republican in name only. Like, just get a, listen to what Liz Cheney is saying right now. This is what Liz Cheney is saying about her vote and, and you know whether or not um she's gonna or how she's gonna vote excuse me in this uh new election that's sort of coming up here in in arizona i want you to listen to this i say this as somebody who you know i my first vote i ever cast i was 18 years old and i voted for ronald reagan um so for almost 40 years now um I've been voting Republican. I don't know that I have ever voted for a Democrat. Um, but if I lived in Arizona now, I absolutely would. And for governor and for secretary of state. Um, and I, I think, you know, we cannot be in a position where we elect people who will not fundamentally uphold the sanctity of elections. And I think that that's got to be, you know, more important than anything else. Um, I also think it's important for us as Republicans to demand from our Republican leaders that they not accept this unraveling of the democracy, to demand that people, you know, people should not come here. Glenn Youngkin should not come here and campaign for Carrie Lake. Ted Cruz, who absolutely knows better, absolutely knows that what he's advocating is unconstitutional, that what she's saying is unconstitutional. They know it. Um, and as Republicans, there have to be consequences and and we have to make sure that people understand that we're going to vote for those that we can trust and depend on to do the right thing and to uphold their oath. Okay, so all right, so look, that's a, a bunch of babbling from Liz Cheney. So many things going on here. First of all, you know, a lot of people Liz Cheney is grifting. And 
this is somebody who, and, and I just w- really want to break this down because, like, we really have to talk about what a true Republican in name only is. Like, literally, what a true rhino is, and a true rhino is somebody like Liz Cheney, who has been voting Republican her entire life, um, was born into a Republican family, uh, ran for office as a Republican, all of these different things. And so when the January 6th thing happened, and this is what happens with a lot of these people, folks, that have been sort of in this for a long time, especially people that have been Republicans for a long time. Uh, And the same thing happened with Honor Navarro, by the way. These people want to, they, they start wanting to be loved by Democrats. They want to start, they start wanting to be loved by the left. And I think that, is there a part of her that maybe disagreed fundamentally with things that happened um, in the Capitol on January 6th? Absolutely. There are things that I fundamentally disagree with, with how January 6th was handled on the Capitol and all of that stuff. But I think that it is an excuse for her to use this to sort of jump ship um, and to go into the mainstream and to, to sort of be loved by the mainstream. And for somebody like her, this is a particular grift that there's a lot of money in. Um, there is a, a woman, I believe her name is, I just uh, I just sort of quote tweeted her because she's another one of these types. This is a woman named... I believe her name is Sarah Longwell. And this is somebody who used to be lesbian, used to be on Log Cabin Republicans. Then, you know, she was a never Trumper. She left Log Cabin Republicans. She um, founded this called the uh, Republican Accountability Project. And this is, by the way, an event that Liz Cheney was speaking at, the um, GOP Accountability Project, right? And so these people are grifting. It's a grift. It's about money. And a lot of these people, you will never know where their money is coming from. And a lot of their money does come from the left, just like the Lincoln Project. A lot of their money comes from Democrats because these people are here not to, quote unquote, hold Republicans accountable because you can hold Republicans accountable and still maintain Republican principles or still maintain conservative principles or still, you know, vote for Republicans that are actually going to do things that... (laughs) that Republicans are supposed to want to get done. She's saying that she's going to vote for a Democrat in Arizona over Carrie Lake just because she doesn't like what Carrie Lake has to say about how the 2020 presidential election was run in Arizona. It's lunacy. This isn't about any sort of um, principles. This isn't about anything else but trying to look like, you know, the good guy to the left and the Democrats and all that stuff. And and that's what this is all about, fundamentally. And I have said this before. When some of these Republicans, Liz Cheney is, you know, she's, what is she, like 60s? She's in her 60s or whatever, right? So some of these Republicans that have been doing this for so long, they want to leave a legacy of being at least, quote-unquote, respected by Democrats. You will only be respected uh, by these people if you go along with whatever their agenda is at the moment, right? And so she doesn't care about any sort of Republican principles. She doesn't care about the border. Uh, she doesn't really care about election integrity or election security or anything like that. The only thing that she cares about is that when she drops dead, the entirety of the mainstream media is not going to urinate on her grave. 
This is what they care about when they start getting to that age. And they start getting wrapped up in sort of this love and respect from the MSNBCs and the CNNs of the world. It's the same thing. It's the same thing It happened with Colin Powell. Colin Powell was getting old. And he decided to go for Barack Obama. He knew what was going on. Colin Powell is a warmonger and a Republican his entire life. He's one of the ones that got us into the Iraq war. So, by the way, uh, is, is, you know, is, is Dick Cheney, right? So these people are interested not in, in any sort of principles. These, these people are interested in how am I not going to be hated as a literally literal lifelong Republican when I die? And that's what this is all about for Liz Cheney. Don't let these people make you think that they have principles, okay? Because these people do not have principles. Their only principles um, are, are getting paid, first of all. So you guys want to talk about rhinos. You guys want to talk, like, you guys want to call Crenshaw a rhino because, because what? I still don't even know because the guy votes with Republicans 95% of the time. The guy voted for with Trump 95% of the time, you know? And so he's a rhino because I, because because of what? Because he went to the World Economic Forum or or because, you know, he's it just doesn't make any sense. Now, when you look at somebody like Liz Cheney, this is a rhino. This is somebody, and when you talk about, when you talk about a rhino, you want to talk about somebody that will completely abandon every principle of their so-called republicanism or conservatism to go be loved by the left. And I haven't seen that from Crenshaw, but I've seen it from Liz Cheney, seen it from the, the Sarah Longwells of the world. These people don't care. And Liz Cheney doesn't have any principles. She doesn't care about election integrity. She cares about nothing more than being loved by Democrats so that she will not be dragged all over the media when she dies. And that's what this is all about. Don't ever let any of these people make you think any otherwise. All right, coming up. In our entertainment portion of the show, look, does the world need a Jada Pinkett Smith memoir or a Will Smith movie so soon after the slap? I'll get into it after the break. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, Problematics, welcome back. So this is a big week for the Smiths or the Pinkett Smiths, whatever you want to call them. Uh, so look, 
Jada Pinkett Smith, who is, you know, Will Smith's wife, um, you know, talented actress in her own right, is writing a memoir. Apparently, she doesn't think that you know enough about her. And what I've never understood, oh, and by the way, this comes on the coattails of Will Smith has a slave drama called Emancipation that apparently is going to be released um, in theaters and, and on Apple TV Plus this December. Apparently, they're saying that it's riveting, Oscar-worthy, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, there are a lot of people that are not quite ready to forgive and forget after the slap heard round the world at the Oscars earlier this year. And so there's a couple things going on here. First of all, and what this is what I have never understood because... I am a relatively private person when it comes to this. You know, I obviously have this platform and, you know, I give my political commentary and I give all that stuff. I I pretty much keep uh, my private life and who I'm friends with and all that stuff, you know, fairly close to the vest. I don't really think that anybody needs to know any of that stuff and until I'm ready to sort of reveal it, right? Um, I am nowhere near as wealthy or globally famous as Jada Pinkett Smith. And... It, this really does speak to, like, literally, this speaks to the narcissism that is inherent in this moment that we're living in in the culture. Whereas this woman, and it was just like, so she has the Red Table Talk on Facebook, and when it came out that she had an affair with this young R&B singer called uh, August Alsina, that she like literally pulled Will Smith into the, the red table. This is all out there on the internet, by the way. It is there are clips out there that are humiliating. Uh, when Jada Pinkett Smith talks to Will Smith about this affair that she had with a man that is about fifteen years younger than him, by the way, and he's got like tears in his eyes. It's like his heart is breaking at you know at that very second. It, it became a meme. It's it's really tough to watch. And if you've never seen this, literally get on get on uh get on YouTube. Uh, and check that out. It's compl- It's crazy. It's crazy. So how much attention is too much attention? And why do we need to know so much about the personal lives of our superstars? Right? And back to this Will Smith thing. So I, I don't know if I did a podcast on this. But anyway, everybody knows, you know, Will Smith slapped the taste out of Chris Rock's mouth. Uh, at the Oscars earlier this year because he made a a G.I. Jane joke about Jada Pinkett Smith's bald head, et cetera, et cetera. So Will Smith goes up, supposed to be the, should be a, the crowning achievement of uh, an incredible career, an incredible career. And I still believe that he deserved the Oscar for King Richard. Great performance in a really, really good movie. Uh, if you haven't seen King Richard, the um, biopic of the father of Venus and Serena Williams, uh, go see it. It's a, it's great. It's like it's a good family movie. Uh, it's very positive. It's not a it's not a black movie. It's not a white movie. It's just a movie that I think everybody can enjoy. Right. So he's getting the Oscar for this crowning achievement in his career and slaps Chris Rock across the face for making a bald joke about his wife. Goes to the Oscar parties, parting it up like nothing's wrong, blah, 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 because I don't think that he realized what the blowback was going to be. And it was swift. It was br- brutal. Uh, he can't go to the Oscars for a couple of years, and he's banned for 10 years. He can't be nominated for 10 years, all this other stuff, all this stuff, all this stuff. And so now he's got this movie coming out, which is about slavery. 
Um, and they had their first screening in D.C. And, you know, the Congressional Black Caucus, you know, was behind it and all that stuff. And what I find so interesting is that when they're coming from a moment like that, they just, they want to wrap themselves up in sort of the Black struggle or, or the Black community or Black people or in all this different stuff. So, look, do I think that the world needs a Jada Pinkett Smith memoir? I, I do not. I believe that I know so much more about Jada Pinkett Smith than I ever cared to know. Um, does the world need another Will Smith movie? I mean, maybe it's good. It's probably a great movie. I took, I think that for me, and I'm going to keep it very real about what I thought uh, about what happened with the Will Smith slap and all that stuff. I mean, this was somebody that was so squeaky clean, that was such a role model, that was all of these different things. And it just, a 30-year career almost just gone in an instant. I thought that it was really sad. I made a tweet after, after it that just went like super, super viral. And the weirdest thing about that moment was that all of these sort of black commentators, you know, these black liberal commentators were basically um, pretending as if sort of it, like this sort of violent reactions were just like somehow like inherent to black people. Like we're just like naturally violent. Oh, and that's the way that we take care of business, blah, blah, blah. You know, that stuff didn't go over very well. It was very silly and very stupid, but you know, these people said it. Um, so I think that this really does, like I said, it speaks to a broader issue about sort of the narcissism that is inherent in our society. It's not enough that Jada Pinkett Smith drags her husband around to literally sit on their Facebook live show to talk about the time that she cheated on him, which is wild. But she also needs to write a book and we also need to know her business. And it's like nothing is ever enough. These people have all the money, all the wealth, all the fame, all the power in the world, and it is still not enough. And so, you know, with these Hollywood celebrities and with that industry, and you know, Mike Cernovich made a really good point. And if you do not follow him on Twitter, I, th I feel like he's one of the most insightful people that I follow on Twitter. I'm going to get him for an interview. I was supposed to do it earlier this year. It just didn't happen. But he said that, the emptiness that is inherent in, in Will Smith was sort of revealed in the moment because it really does let you know that when you go into this world and you're looking for money and fame and success and all of sort of the signifiers of what are, are supposed to fulfill you emotionally in this world and you get all of those and you don't and there's no there's nothing bigger than that. So there's no uh, spiritual center. There's no moral center. There's none of that stuff then a Will Smith happens. And, man, it, it, it's rough. And I was going to say, you know, even sort of a Tom Brady happens. Tom Brady has everything in the world. Couldn't stop playing football. Now he's about to get divorced. He's got everything. He's married a supermodel. Tens and tens of millions of dollars, blah, blah, blah. Now he's about to lose his family because he couldn't stop playing football. So if the inherent narcissism and, and sort of, what do I want to say about the, there's, there's a word that I'm looking for here. Uh, the, the, the repulsion that I feel sort of when it comes to these people um, as entities, as celebrities, etc. cetera. Um, I, I think that this stuff speaks to an inherent emptiness 
I, I think that there's something missing there. I think that these people don't have God in their lives. I, there were rumors that they're both Scientologists, which would explain a lot. Um, they have neither confirmed nor denied. But there's something missing with these people. And, and, and I think that there's something missing with a lot of people who sort of engage in this narcissism that has become so normalized in our society today. All right, Problematics, thank you so much for listening. You can find Can't Cancel Rob Smith on Apple Podcasts, iHeart Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can find me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Rob Smith Online. And if you've got a couple of minutes and you made it this far into this episode, please go to our podcast page, take two, three, four minutes, write a short review. I, I read them all and I deeply appreciate it. Thanks for listening. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, this is Vivek Ramaswamy. The media has systematically lied to you. The Hunter Biden laptop story, the origin of COVID-19, the Trump-Russia collusion hoax, or how your money's being spent in Ukraine. Enough already with the lies. No more lies. Hard truths only. That's what the Truth Podcast is all about. It's not standard conservative talking points. If you want that, go somewhere else. But if you want the hard truth delivered to you in a way that challenges you and will challenge me intellectually, you're not going to find anything like this on the internet. Subscribe to The Truth Podcast today on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.